to the Artless Bastard podcast. I hope everyone is having a good day, morning, afternoon, or evening, or whatever time you are listening. And um, today we're going to talk about, <clears throat> excuse me, getting organized. Um, before I get into that, I'd like to kind of go over kind of what's been happening at the gallery. Um, as always, for up-to-date news and information about the Artless Bastard Gallery, you can follow us on Facebook and also on Instagram. On Instagram, I believe it's at artless.bastard for our um, for tagging us and following us. So definitely, if you have any ideas of um, for podcasts of topics, please message me either um, via Facebook or Instagram, or you can send an email directly at hello at artlessbastard.com. So this week has been a changeover week for the gallery, which means that the Go Figure show has come down and the new show, Steel and Wheels, is being installed along with Sienna, who is an artist. Uh, her company name is Rags and Bones. And she um, is doing a solo exhibit, which I'm really excited about. So this Friday, which is, let's see, August 14th from 6 to 9 p.m. is the opening reception for both of those shows. And uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. We're hoping to have some classic cars parked in the back patio. We'll have live jazz playing outside. So it's definitely going to be a fun evening. If you are in De Pere, Wisconsin, please um, stop by, support um, your local artisans and, uh, you know, grab a glass of wine or a beer. <clears throat> All right. So the current call for art that is now open from, let's see, it's already August 12th, but this one is open until August 29th is called Celestial. And the gallery is seeking any two-dimensional or three-dimensional artwork that showcases the beauty, mystery, and unknown of the sky above us. So some examples to think of or to submit would be any sunsets, sunrises, star trails, right? Like the Milky Way. Um, I know some really talented photographers in the area that do amazing night photography, the moon, right? Any planets. And then like, it'd be interesting to see some uh, non-realistic, right? Imaginary ideas of what you see is happening up there. Um, so I'm just going to kind of leave it at that. I'm going to let your imagination run wild with it. And again, two-dimensional and three-dimensional artwork is accepted. Um, all of that is online. If you go to artlessbastard.com and then click call for art, you'll see that information. And then let me click on it real quick here. So that one is currently open. And then, so you can start thinking about the October theme. That one is going to be Seven Deadly Sins, which a lot of people are, I think, pretty excited about for our October show. Felt that kind of fit in with that vibe. So that is going to be any artwork that is inspired by one of the Seven Deadly Sins, or you can have multiples in there. So think envy, um, gluttony, greed, lust, pride, 
sloth and or wrath and um that call will not open until september 1st so all that info is on the website so definitely check it out and then that way you can think ahead and kind of pre-plan your artwork um, which is i'm finding a lot of artists they love that they can see what the call is and then they can either take time make time to create something new that is specific to it or um you know, basically just kind of start planning ahead. And that's what we're going to dig into now is kind of planning and staying organized, right? I mean, I don't know about you, but um, maybe it's the Libra in me because I am on the cusp, but I'm always kind of trying to seek like balance between like getting too messy and then also trying to stay organized. So I definitely am one of those people who likes to spread my things out. If you could see my desk right now where I'm recording this, I have, um, I have papers everywhere. <laughs> and the reason my papers are all kind of sprawled out is because I want to be able to see them. So I know it's something that I need to finish or complete or file, whatever it is. But, um, as a visual person, you know, I, I need them in front of me versus kind of like stacked in a pile hidden. But I'm, you know, besides kind of your paperwork and all that kind of stuff. Yes, we struggle with that. But, you know, as an artist, it's really important for you to be organized as well. And when we speak about being organized or, you know, when we talk about that, you know, of course, it's keeping your art supplies organized, right? That's kind of basic. And hopefully you already do that which I'm sure you do. You have your paints in one section, right? Your brushes, um, your canvas, everything's organized, has its own place, like stacked together. Okay, I'm, I'm just giving an example of like as a painter um, with those supplies. Like for me, for photography, I have my gear bags and I have one bag that is dedicated to external lighting, right? I have another bag that is my main bag with my camera bodies and it has batteries and a charger. So again, right? Doesn't matter what you work with or, you know, what you do, you obviously want to keep your things organized. But besides just your materials, what I really want to talk more about is kind of organizing on the back end, or I guess you could also maybe call it cataloging your work. So I think it's really important that you take the time whether to start doing it, right? If you've been an artist for some time and you've never really thought about that, it's never too late. I don't want you to freak out or get overwhelmed. Just take it like step by step. Or if you are a new artist, it's always good to kind of set those intentions um, early on so you can stick with it and you know not have to try to put things into place like years down the road. Um, hopefully I'm not gonna sneeze here. I feel it coming on. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <coughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, excuse me. My allergies are a little intense right now. All right, let's get back at it. Um, if anything, hopefully that was a good laugh. So I'm just going to assume that you have a computer of some sort, right? Whether it's a laptop or a desktop, whatever it is. And let's talk about you know, you're making an original piece of art. Okay. So let's talk painters. Let's talk whether it's acrylic, oil, let's talk maybe drawing, whether you're doing ink, maybe, you know, if you do watercolor, whatever it is, 
how do I say this? You're going to want to document it for a couple reasons. One is obviously to submit it to any call for art that a gallery is having or if it's something to submit for a prize of some sort, whatever it is, you're, you're going to need to have, right, a decent picture of it. So first and foremost, you know, if you're like, oh, Alexis, I'm not a photographer. Like, I don't even know where to start with that. It's okay. You can get great photos with your iPhone. What you really want to focus on is natural light, okay? So take some time, you know, bring your work outside. If you have an easel, great. Put it on the easel, um, that way it's, you know, not on the ground and you're going to want even natural light. And when I say even, I mean, if it's overcast and cloudy, that is prime for photography. Um, at least I enjoy it. I'm not, I'm not one who's a fan of full sun. Okay. We don't want harsh shadows. We're trying to, you know, really just capture the work as accurately as possible, um, with what we have. So just set it up on an easel somewhere and go ahead and shoot it from a distance, shoot it a little bit tighter up, and then, you know, try to maybe get as close as you can if you have kind of mixed media texture in there, whatever it is you want to showcase. Okay. So those will probably be more images for you cataloging your work. I would create folders and it's up to you how detailed you want to break it down. So for me, I do my folders yearly, if that makes sense. So if I'm looking at my hard drive right now, I have like a folder that says 2018 portraits, um, 2018 high school seniors, right? Um, sometimes I'll just put the whole, all the whole, all the folders together and just call it like right now I have a folder called 2020 photo shoots. And then when I click on that folder, I will see more folders within it and they're all labeled. Okay. So for example, I was helping out with, um, was it, I think it's called downtown faces or faces forward for downtown De Pere, Wisconsin. Um, and that's a project that's been kind of going on. Um, with the start of COVID. And I have a folder that's literally called Faces of De Pere. And then when I click on that, it's broken down even more, right? The date that I shot, um, you know, I won't get into like too many details because that relates more to photography. But anyway, that's really kind of what you're looking to do. So maybe do you have a folder that's called 2020 paintings, right? Because then you know that's what's in there, paintings. Then next within that, you have a folder and that folder could be called landscapes, right? Or it could be Lake Michigan landscape or whatever it is. You can detail it out if there's a place that you typically go and you paint or draw from and, you know, you find yourself going there repeatedly, then make a folder for that. So then everything relates to that, right? Within that, I would have your pictures that you took, okay? You may want to write down the size of the piece, um, you know, maybe any materials. You may want to just take some like notes and like keep that in there. Whatever is going to help the date that you created it, how long it took you, I'm not sure. Whatever is important to you, just put it in that folder, but it all relates to that particular piece of artwork that you made. Next, moving forward, when it comes to documentation of your work now, right? Here's the thing about an original. 
there's only one, okay? So another way to kind of increase your revenue is to document your work and get professional photos taken of it. And there are, they will be collaborate or collaborated. They will be color um, corrected uh, to match the piece as best as possible. That's why you hire a professional that <clears throat> knows how to do that. And I think that's going to probably end up being another topic um, that I'll dig into more because I've been talking to a lot of artists in the gallery and that's something they're really interested in is how to make reproductions and who can do them and then, you know, printing options. So, so let's say, but you already have that done again, that will go in that folder, but you're going to want to label that image or make another folder within whatever the category it is saying, Hey, this is right. Print quality reproduction print, whatever it is. And then always include the title of your piece with any of your images um, that you're labeling. As you know, when you submit to call for arts at different galleries, and I just submitted to um, a gallery up in Door County, they had specific rules, just like the Artless Bastard Gallery has for how to label your artwork. So with those kind of pictures that you took outside, like on your iPhone, you know, that's typically what you'll probably use to submit for these call for arts. So make sure you label them. And usually it's, you know, your last name, underscore, title of work. That's just kind of a good habit to get into. You should always be labeling your work. Like you can do first name, last name, you know, underscore, title, right? And get into the habit of doing that now because now it's going to make it a lot easier to submit, right? You're going to be organized. You won't be like, oh, what's the name of this piece? Da, 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 da. Keep it organized. I can't stress it enough. So let's say with this particular, I'm just going to keep going with, I don't know why I thought of Lake Michigan landscape, right? Maybe there's a lighthouse in it. We'll go with that. How about we go with the Kiwani lighthouse, right? So that's like your painting. And now you want to enter it for call for art. That's all about like the lake or water. Okay. Make a copy, right? Duplicate. If you right click on an image on your computer, I'm assuming it's the same on PCs, you should have the option to duplicate that image. So make a copy of it. And then they're going to make another folder for whatever name of the gallery you're submitting. So for example, um, let's say you're submitting to Artless Bastard. Now I want you to create another folder, right? On your hard drive. And I want you to name it either call for art entries or entering call for arts, whatever it is. Then within that, now you can break it down by the gallery or who you submitted to. So let's say within that call for art, you're submitting to the Artless Bastard. You have a folder for the Artless Bastard. You have the name of the show that you're submitting to and then the work within that. So what's going to happen with a call for art is what? You have to wait. You have to be patient. So um, our turnaround is pretty fast compared to a lot of other galleries. Most of them keep their call for arts open two to three months because they aren't doing as many shows. And maybe their shows are staying up longer 
where um, the fun part about um, The Artless Bastard is that, you know, we're doing shows monthly and therefore, <clears throat> you know, we're turning them over pretty quick. And that's just to keep it kind of fun, fresh and, you know, new and exciting in the galleries. So with that, you know, you need to be ready. So you do need to be organized on your back end. So when you get your acceptance, I can't talk today, you guys. When you get your acceptance email or message, whatever it is, right? If they want additional information, which typically you have to fill out another form that says that you've been accepted or whatever it is, then you can just quickly go like, oh, Artless Bastard, call for art for, you know, the Celestial Show. And then it's right there because I cannot tell you how many times I've had people get accepted and the email goes out and they write me back. They're like, oh, I'm so sorry, but I don't remember what I submitted. What piece was it? And it's like, oh man, it's like, I'm already past that point. We're moving forward. Like that's your responsibility as an artist. And I'm not, you know, <clears throat> saying it to be like mean or anything, but this is your business and that's something that you're responsible for, right? Where by the time that um, all those accepted emails go out, like the gallery's in the process of a changeover already. And that's what we're focused on, where that just kind of slows things down on the back end is us having to kind of dig through all the submissions, find which one it was, give you the info, the details, and you know, send it back to you where if you were organized right off the bat, you would know, okay? I mean, so I will have a folder on my desktop or wherever, and it'll, you know, be like submitted to this. And then my forms are there if there's any form. So I have a copy. And then all of a sudden, a couple months later, I'm either going to get a yes or a no if my artwork made it in. But at least I know where to find that folder and I can just search for it easily. So again, name your folders, right? Keep them organized. Create a system that works for you, whether it's by date or if it's by year, if it's by theme, it doesn't matter as long as it helps you, okay? We all have a different way of how we think and operate, but what it comes down to is how does it help you, right? Um, another thing which I'll just quickly touch on, which kind of ties into, you know, being organized with your work and being ready to submit it and knowing who who you submitted it to is don't submit the same work to multiple galleries at once. Okay. I mean, I hate that I even have to bring it up, but, um, you know, I was talking with some other gallery owners recently, um, in a podcast that we did, which, um, you know, will be coming out soon here. And, you know, we're all in agreement that, it's just, it's disheartening when, you know, you as an artist are thinking like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, send out my work to as many places as possible. And, you know, then that way I'll just get accepted into one, into at least one of them. Well, what if you get accepted into two with the same piece of artwork? Now what? Right? Um, both galleries are expecting that piece of art to be in their show. And so let's say for, you know, I can only speak for the way the Artless Battery, uh, blah, blah. see you guys, I can't talk at all. 
but I won't record re-record this. <laughs> You're gonna have to deal with it. The way uh, Artless Bastard um, does it, the timeline is so quick that you know the, if if you submitted to another gallery and got accepted there, and now you have to go through the awkward, you know, messaging and being like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, I can't bring the art to yours because it's in something else. Well, you just took a spot that could have gone to another artist. So yes, I do want you to feel guilty. And I do think you should feel bad about that because there is somebody that could have gotten in, but your artwork took the spot because, you know, for whatever reason, it fit the call for art better or it was just chosen by the juror liked it. Sometimes it's hard to narrow it down. Galleries only have, you know, X amount of space. Whatever it is, you're taking that away from someone else. Also, you know, you're trying to build your reputation as a professional artist. It does not come off professional when um, you back out of, you know, an obligation, basically, that, you know, you've basically, you went through all the paperwork in the beginning saying yes, 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 right, for the call for art. And then when it actually comes around, now you're like, you know, and get accepted and you made a mistake, then you're like, no, that looks bad, right, for you as a professional. And uh, without, you know, I, I'm not, I know other galleries do it. Um, I don't and haven't had to yet, but, you know, you could get blacklisted, right? Because if you did that once, who's to say you're not going to do it again? Okay, so you also, you don't want that because you are in the art world and you want to continue to get your work into as many spaces as possible and get your name out there and, you know, try to sell your pieces. So the last thing you want is to get blacklisted, um, you know, from um, a gallery. Again, that's not something that I have had to do, thankfully. Um, I try to be as understanding as possible, but if anything ever became a, you know, a problem or an issue, um, I would have no problem, you know, doing that because again, it's like, I do not want to take opportunities away from other people. So that's kind of a really kind of quick, just breakdown of how you should be organized on your back end, um, as far as on your computer system. And that's what I guess I mean by, you know, that back end. Back end also, I use that term as your business. Your business is kind of what's going on behind the scenes, right? So your painting is up in front. That's you, you know, whether it's at some place, that's kind of the front end, what I would call. And, um, you know, what's happening behind the scenes is, you know, you putting in all the nitty gritty dirt and organizing. So besides keeping all your materials, which I know you're already doing, I'm winking, right? In case you're not, I don't care what you're, if your studio is a hot mess with your supplies, so be it. Um, you also, a good habit to get into would be um, logging your sales, okay? So get a little spreadsheet or whatever it is. The date it sold, how much it sold for, where it sold, and how that payment was received. Was it credit card, check, or cash? Like these are just kind of basics that you want on your sales sheet. You're going to want to keep track of that for end of the year reports. 
Um, you know, did you make over $600 being self-employed, um, selling your artwork? If you did, and maybe it's just with one place, right? Maybe you have your artwork on display somewhere and you're going to have to get a 1099 from them. So for your taxes and, um, you know, you're going to want to, Oh, now I'm going to go off on a tangent. You know, you want to keep, you just want to keep track of as much as possible. And then you're also going to start to see patterns. Maybe you see stuff selling more in June. Well, why? Is it because you're at a particular art fair, right? Um, is it because the subject matter? Did you change something? You know, keep track of those things because, you know, obviously once you see something working, right, and you start to see a pattern, you're going to want to kind of run with that and, and keep that momentum moving forward. So again, take notes, create spreadsheets, create folders, label, label, label. I mean, you know, get a filing cabinet. Maybe you just have your art laid out in there. It doesn't have to be on the computer. You know, you don't have to be like, eh, but Alexis, I hate working on the computer. Then get folders and get pieces of paper, whatever it is, and you can still create a really great, you know, filing system and organize images and maybe even your reproduction prints, whatever it is, just get it. So you know where it is and you can get to it quickly. That's really what it comes down to. You don't want to be spending hours or however, getting frustrated and searching to find something whether it's a piece of art or is an actual, you know, something on the computer because you didn't organize it well. And I've been there. Okay. So I peak, I speak from experience. I'm not speaking very well tonight, but, um, there's times where I'm looking for this image and I know, I know I have it, but I'm like, where did I put it? What folder is it in? And where did I bury it? And, you know, here I am just wasting time trying to find it because I need it for something. So, um, again, we're trying to save you money and save you time. So you can get back to painting and creating your beautiful original pieces of artwork. All right. I think that's it for now. I want to wrap it up so it doesn't go on too long. Again, I would love to hear your ideas for topics. What would you like to hear about, um, for the artless bastard podcast and, um, you can submit those via Instagram or our Facebook page and feel free to hit that donate button um, if you like what you hear and you want to hear more of it um, because unfortunately nothing is free these days and um, you know there's bills to be paid. All right guys I hope you have a great day and keep making art. All right bye.